If you've been listening to my show for a while, you know how I like to talk about a gut biome test. I call it a fancy poop test. It's a fancy name for a poop test. And it's going to tell us what the ecosystem is in your gut. And why that's important is since food's the best medicine, it's going to tell us, here are your superfoods just for you to eat. Here are the foods for you to avoid. And here's everything else. Eat this a lot. Eat this a little. Now, my team has been very busy and they got an amazing deal. For anybody that wants to do this test, you can do it at home. You don't need a doctor's orders. All you have to do is just go to Viome, V as in Victor, I-O-M as in Mary, E.com, Viome.com. And at checkout, use the secret code, Julie Ryan, and you'll get more than 50% off. Don't put any spaces in there, just Julie Ryan. It's an amazing test. It's going to give you tons of information. I've done it several times myself, and you're going to be thrilled with the information you get because it'll give you a program just for you. Give it a whirl. Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this week. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. We have a bunch of callers on hold, and we're going to get to them in just a minute. But first, it is the 5th of November, which is the first show in November of 2020. And you know what that means. Da-da-da-da! I give away a free session. So I always feel like a a game show host when I do this. Behind door number three is the winner. And this this month, the winner's name is Tia Green One. And what I do is, is I'll take these people who... Sign up for my blog at AskJulieRyan.com. you got to do three things. Sign up for my blog at AskJulieRyan.com. Follow me on Instagram and leave a review on the podcast. And this review comes from Tia Green 1. So Tia Green 1, you have won a one-hour, $155 value free session with me. And we can talk about whatever you want past lives, talk to a deceased loved one. I can do a medical scan on you. I can do a medical scan on your pets. We can, uh, gosh, what else? We can talk to your spirit guides. We can talk to your angels. We can do whatever in our hour together. And here's what Tia Green One says, quote, I've been listening to this podcast for over three years. Julie is amazing. Her medical intuition and psychic abilities are a gift to her listeners, students, and everyone who's asked for her help. I've since graduated from Julie's angelic attendance training, and this podcast continues to help me improve and expand what I've learned in class. This podcast is a beautiful public healing service. Thank you, Julie. So Tia, email me, julie at askjulieryan.com, and we will find a date and time that works with your schedule. What I do is I'll, I'll take the reviews, 
And then I'll put them in a little bag and then I choose one. I pick one out of, it's like I'm picking it out of a hat, but I use a Ziploc bag instead. So I know that's not as glamorous, but what the heck, it works. All right, let's go to the phones. And our first caller is Barbara. Hi, Barbara. How are you? You're welcome. Um, Please tell everybody where you're calling from. I'm calling from Norwich in the UK. All right, so it's really late there. What time is it? It's it's one o'clock in the morning. Oh, my goodness. Well, thank you for staying up to call in this evening. No, I'm I'm, um, I'm relieved, actually, for the opportunity. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Please tell us what's going on that's got you up in the middle of the night. Well, my husband, um, my husband's been very ill. He's had... um, He's had several strokes, allegedly, and he's been um, poorly for several years. He's been in a care home um, for the last what, five years or so, and mm-hmm. he's been in lockdown for the last three months, so I haven't been allowed to see him. Mm-hmm. And now he's um, been admitted to hospital again. Um, I think you reviewed him a little while ago and thought that his, his spirit was completely in his body. Um, recently, because of, the, because of the recent illness, he's had a chest infection, he's, um, he's been very poorly and he seems to have progressed into a stage where the doctors think he's going to die. Um, and I think I feel quite frightened about about losing him and there's another part of me who knows very much about Barbara Ann and she knows very much about Eben Alexandra and Anita Mujani and I, I try to console myself with by dreaming stories that it's not really happening and that maybe there's something else that can happen that can that can help he used to be an anaesthetist so he was very, very conscious of consciousness, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And he's used hypnotic knowledge and um, various other um, experiences during his life to save other people's lives. And he's also um, saved his own um, a number of times. And I just know that there's something about him that's very special and that can has sort of um, powers that one wouldn't believe unless one knew. And he, when we were in the hospital, he insisted I took my accordion in to play to to play to him. And I took the accordion in, and it was amazing um, that one of the other patients on the stroke ward. Um, had a catharsis during the music and said, oh, my goodness. And Max said to him, said to me, you better go and talk to him. And I said, oh, I don't know if I can do that. But he called me over and I went to see him. And he said, I don't know what you've done to me. And I said, what do you mean? I'm so sorry. And he said, no, he said, I had a lot of tears. And he said, I had a stroke and my arm was paralysed 
And he said, look, I can move my fingers since you're playing because it was just so emotionally moving. Wow. And it was like I was absolutely gobsmacked. And then last night when when I went to see Max, I I thought I was reversing the car to go and see him. And I, I felt this huge bump. And, and this noise, and I thought, oh, my God, I've hit the car behind me. And so I stopped the car and went back to put a notice on there saying, I'm terribly sorry, here are my details. And when I went back to look at the car, it was perfect. I still left a note on there in case I'd, in case I'd caused damage, and nobody rang up or anything. And somehow it must have been a flashback or I must have been so upset about Max that I wondered I wondered what was happening to my consciousness. So there's some something something's going on that I'm uh-huh. not quite sure about with within uh-huh. me and I, I think it's either I'm picking up the fear of my husband's passing or I'm I'm channeling into my own fear of a situation. Mm-hmm. And I just wondered if there's anything you could do to help, really. Sure. What I've done, Barbara, is I've gotten I've gotten Max on my radar while you've been talking. And what that means is I raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit. I close my eyes. I watch a laser beam come from my body here in Birmingham, Alabama, and it hooks into you, into Max, actually, in the U.K., And then I can see where Max is if he's in one of the phases of transition that he's dying. He is in phase four right now. And what that looks like, Barbara, is his spirit is out of his body. It's attached onto the top of his head. It looks like a bubble that you'd see in a cartoon caption. His parents are at his feet. And there's a there was a circle of angels, big old angels around him that has now opened up into a horseshoe up near his head. It's pretty big. So let's ask him the questions that I always ask, ask Max, are you ready to go? No. Are you in pain? He's saying, not really. What do you need more time? So yes, that, that's my, yeah. that's that was when I went to see him today, he had sparkly eyes and I couldn't really believe that that he was in, he was ready to transition. Yeah, I don't think he is. And just because he's in phase four now, Barbara, doesn't mean that he's going to go forward. In the next several days, we'll be able to tell if he's moving forward, if he goes into the different phases. What I'm talking about, for those of you that are unfamiliar, the 12 phases of transition we all go through as we're dying, whether it happens instantly, like in the case of a homicide or a suicide, or whether it happens over days, weeks, months, years. And so there are graphics for the 12 phases of transition on my website, AskJulieRyan.com, where you can go see them, and you can even pull down a chart of them if you want. And they're described in detail in my book, Angelic Attendance. So right now, Barbara, I think the best thing you can do is it seems to me like it's a gift that he's in the hospital because you can go see him, whereas when he was in the the nursing home, you weren't able to, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the, the care home has, has actually closed down because of lockdown. 
Mm -hmm. So I can't get in. And it looks as if they've got a couple of cases of COVID there. Mm -hmm. So it's probably, it is a gift, I know. But there's also, there's a couple of issues. One is that his, his sister is a bit of a problem in terms of she thinks I'm mentally ill. Um, and she doesn't want to have anything to do with me because I'm alleged to be toxic. Uh That's one thing. And then there's another situation where Max hadn't been treated very well in the care homes. And um, he told me that he'd been abused in the toilet. And I'm, I'm in a bit of a muddle about how to handle that kind of side of things really because I want it to be best for him really well you'll be able to figure that out uh, because I think he's going to be in the hospital for a little bit of time and then I think you'll be able to figure that out welcome back everybody to the Ask Julie Ryan show let's go back to the phones and I believe our next caller is Sarah Hi, Sarah. Hi, Julie. Hi, Hi. Sarah. Thanks for taking my call. Hello. How are you? Sarah, can I hear you? Can you hear me? Yes. Hi. Hello? Can you hear me? Hi. Randall's going to turn off the music here in just a second, I'm hoping, so that we can hear you. Okay. Yes. All right. Can there we go. Me? Yes, now I can. Thank you. Okay. Perfect. Thanks a lot for taking my call. You're welcome. Please tell everybody where you're calling in from. Yeah, I'm calling from Germany, and I, I'm in Berlin, but right now I'm actually with my dad in southern Germany because he's Terrific. very sick. So, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, so what is it, about 2 yeah. in the morning there? Um. Yes, so it's one hour later than in the U.K. Is so. it about 2 a.m. Yeah, there? So, yeah, 2 a.m. Hmm. I think so, I just lost you. Thanks a lot. So um, I have two oh, short questions, if possible. Okay. Um, I wanted to ask if you could maybe first scan my dad. He has cancer, and yeah. he had it was has been very hard. He has had multiple surgeries, operations, everything, and we had really been hoping that he might recover again. But now new metastases have built. And he's too weak to try doing chemotherapy again. He almost died after just one session. So I wanted to... What kind of cancer does he have, Sarah? So he has colon cancer, and he had also built metastasis both in the pancreas and the liver. Oh, boy. Okay. What's his name? His name is Ulrich. It's an old-fashioned German name. So I'm you better sure spell that for me. I'm pretty sure won't allow him to be scanned, but maybe if you can say if he's already in a phase yeah. or anything, I can do it to help him because it's sure. so hard. And my brother's just 19, so it's, mm-hmm. yeah, Aww. it's really hard. I'm so sorry. All right, I'm going to connect to you and then from you to your dad. Spell your dad's name for me. Yeah, it's U-L-R-I-C-H. Okay, so we were pronounced that as Ulrich over here, but you pronounce yeah, it Ulrich? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. I, I know that name. All right, it's usually a last name that I've seen, but got you. All right, so I've got you, 
And from you, I'm going to your dad. Yeah, he's in phase seven of 12, Sarah. And phase seven looks like his spirit is out of his body, like Max, Barbara's husband, the one we just talked about. And he has, uh, his parents' spirits are at his feet. He has angels in a horseshoe out from them. And then he has several rows of deceased families, family and friends, spirits that are there. And he has angels on either side of his spirit bubble. And these angels are big. They look like big old guardian angels uh, to me, but I'm a Catholic schoolgirl, you know, 12 years of Catholic school. Yeah. So it's really a glorious scene. I know this is heart-wrenching for you. Let's ask him what he needs. Are you ready to go? Yes, he's saying. Are you in pain? Yes. What do you need, my family? He just needs you guys around him. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah. So, Sarah, you you know you just ask the question, what phase is my dad in? You're going to get an answer. Barbara, if you're still listening, too, I see you are. You're still on my dashboard. If you're still listening, you say, what phase is Max in? What phase is my dad in? And you're going to get an answer, and it's going to mm-hmm. come in within a second. And then you can refer to the chart on my website with the graphics, and it will give you a picture. Or if you have, you have my book, you can see it there, too. Okay. The yeah. other thing... For both you and Barbara, look for the miracles as you guys go through this. They will be plentiful. There will be little miracles. Like, Barbara, like what you told us about that other stroke patient who could move his hand after you played the accordion. Sarah, same for you. There will be little mm-hmm. little miracles that will continue to happen as this unfolds. And remember, too, that you can talk to him telepathically. If it gets to the point where he's not able to communicate verbally, say something to him in your head. He can hear you. You can say something to him out loud, too. He will be able to hear you. And he'll respond. And again, it'll come in within a second. When you doubt what you're getting, then, you know, you're just... That's coming out of, you just don't believe that he's communicating with you, but he can yeah. and he will. It comes in within a second. Okay. Yeah, I really try that. It's just so, I really try to get him to get a reading or something, but he's he doesn't believe in it. He's completely against it. So well, I'm really but, worried but that you know, he kind of feels all alone. And... Yeah. The other thing to remember is we all decide when we go, where we go, how we go, who's with us when we go. And our spirit decides all that. So there isn't really anything that any of us can do in the end. We think we can. We think we can help them and we can make suggestions, but it's all their decision, always. And so keep that in mind that his spirit is in control and it's, it's doing what it needs to do, what's in his best interest to do, too. So you may want to share the illustrations with your brother and that may give him comfort. I find that that's very comforting to families when they see those. I won't do that. Thanks a lot, Julie. And you're um, welcome. If if possible, I wanted to ask if you could just also quickly scan me because I had, I had two private sessions with you already and we found out that I have so much yeast everywhere in my body that's coding, uh, causing all my, 
um, abdominal pain and insane pain in my bladder and in my bladder it's still so bad it literally feels as if my bladder is just raw and as I would as if I would constantly put kind of acid on it mm-hmm. um, okay well Sarah scan I will scan you during the break and everybody stay with us you're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan show back everybody to the ask julie ryan show let's go back to the phones and our next caller is anna hi anna hi can you how hear are me? you this evening i can okay good i i'm good how are you doing i'm great thanks please tell everybody where you're calling in from uh roseville california all right are all the fires done up there yeah, it seems so. The air's been much clearer. We're finally getting back to normal temperatures and good quality air. So Wonderful. It's been a long summer. <laughs> Sounds like it. I think it's been a long year for a lot of people. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got a question for me? I do. My um, One of my cousins um, was just, he's been battling cancer. And uh, they came and said, like last week, they said all his, his tests were good. And he was recently diagnosed, like this summer, and they did heavy duty um, chemo and everything on him. And then, as of last week, they said he had been was cancer free. Mm-hmm. But suddenly, they were talking about he's having memory issues. He's having all these issues. And as of a couple of days ago, they said he was in the hospital. And he was being restrained. He's being um, combative. The doctors can't find out what's wrong with him. I don't know if it was a reaction from his all of the chemo that they did, or what. And they sent a picture of him today of me, and I don't even recognize him. Mm. Um, he's not communicating. He's. They say he's just spending a lot of time in the past. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to know if there was a way if you could sort of let me know what's going on. Yeah, what's his name, Anna? His name is Pat. Pat, and where and is he? He's in Walla Walla, Washington. Okay. All right, so I'm going to watch a laser beam hook into you in Roseville, and then it's going to go up to Walla Walla, which, if I remember correctly, is on the eastern part of the state, correct? Yes. I mean, the, yes. yeah, the eastern part of the state, well, right. Sort of, okay. It's more east, south, south, eastern. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, so God, yeah, he's in phase eight. Gosh, three questions in a row here. He's in phase eight. I had a feeling. Yeah. So phase eight. Yeah. Okay, so phase eight. Phase eight looks like, Anna, phase eight looks like uh, the spirit bubble is out of his head, like what I've talked about with Sarah's dad and Barbara's husband, and he has... Angels on either side of the spirit bubble and the horseshoe of angels at his feet that are anchored uh, by his parents, deceased parents. And if his parents are still alive, then it's his grandparents. They're Um, both both deceased. They're both gone. Okay. And then lots of family and friends spirits are there. I call that the welcome to heaven committee. And they're there and they, you know, 
they come in and they greet us and then eventually lead us into heaven. It's uh, it's quite a glorious sign. So uh, have you read my book, Angelic Attendance, yet, Anna? I, I actually just downloaded that today. So, um, oh, great, it's, great. I haven't had a chance to read it yet. I just I think I, my reason to call today was mostly for a confirmation. We lost our son a year and a half ago, and Aww. since then I've been doing a lot of um, a lot of work on trying to communicate with him and stuff. And yeah. the last two days, um, I use a pendulum, and the last two days I've gotten things from my son or my mom telling me that Pat was coming home. Oh, yeah. And well, I, I just was looking for some confirmation since I'm such a, a newbie at this, but still a little. Yeah. Um, did you hear what I was saying to Sarah about you say something to whomever? Yeah. Whether it's your son, you can communicate with Pat telepathically. His spirit's still connected to his body. I mean, it doesn't matter. It's just all energy. Okay. And you can you say something to them either louder in your head, Anna, and then boom, their answer's going to come in within a second before you can even snap your fingers. It's really Yeah, I've learned to listen to that. <laughs> fast, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then and then so many of us doubt what we get, and there's no reason to doubt it. I mean, it comes in boom within a second. And then if you need I more can. more uh, information, ask something that's maybe more specific, or ask a question, or ask for clarification, and and they'll they'll talk to you. But again, share these drawings, share the book with with Pat's family because it's going to help bring them comfort. And uh, it, I hear that over and over again from families who have a loved one who's dying, how much these graphics help. Just bring a glorious component to such a heart-wrenching situation. No, and I know that he will be better off. I know, I know that it's a better you know, thing for him and all of that. It's just hearing it, confirming it for me is, um, yeah. is um, you know, well, you know. So I right. do appreciate it. Okay, hang Thank in there. You. Thanks for calling. Hey, Thank you. Bye bye. So much, Julie. Bye bye. All right, let's go to Miss Amy next. Hi, Amy. Hi. Thanks for taking me. You're welcome. How are you? I'm doing good. Yeah, I'm, good. I'm kind of weird space, but no, it's always and your show lifts me up. So thank you. You're welcome. I hear people tell me that all the time, Amy. It's really cute. They'll say, I can be in a really bad mood, and I just have your show playing in the background, and I'm not even paying attention to what you're saying or what your guests are saying, but it just makes me feel better. And it's because I'm so cranked up with with a high vibration, you know, to be able to to scan people all over that, um, all over the world, actually, that it that's why you're, it feels good. Because you're you're resonating with the high vibration, so please tell everybody where you're calling in from. San Diego. Okay, you got a question for me? Yeah, this is kind of a weird one because ten, uh, in 2012 I lost my ex-husband. He 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 died, and mm-hmm. I think I need to clear this because I've always wanted us to get back together, and he got married, and I missed him, and then I found out this happened, and. It was just really, it was, it's like post-traumatic stress disorder in me, I believe. I really believe that because I, hmm. I haven't gotten over this. So I don't know if you can tap into him and find sure. out if there's anything I to do with him or does that make sense? You mean like have a date with a dead person? 
Yeah, like, can I, can he, can you contact him and ask, you know, what the heck happened? Between the two of you? Yeah, or why he decided to, to die. Why did he do that? <laughs> okay, yeah, I can ask him. I was kidding when I, I said have a date with a dead person. You didn't laugh. And I thought, she's taking me seriously. I was, I was trying to be funny there I guess it didn't it didn't go over you know I know how comedians feel when they have a joke that drops okay so what's his name Amy his name is John John all right so he's standing right next to you when we think of them our heads are like big satellite dishes and every spirit has their own frequency Amy and so they know we're talking about them or thinking about them so they come in right away so your question for John why did you why did you kill yourself? He was done. He said I was done. I was ready to go. Do you, were you upset with me? He said that what came into my head was you are not part of the equation. Aww. Oh. Okay, I just um, I'm sorry, John. <laughs> Is there anything I could do? Just live your life. Be happy. Think of the good times is what he's saying. Uh, let go of the bad times. Move forward. And live your life. He's saying, and live your life again. He's saying he's around you a lot. He's saying, just talk to him. I know you've heard me talk to our other callers. But you know how to do that. You've listened to the show. So you just say something in your head. Or aloud, and he'll answer you within a second. Okay, and then just to round it up, do I have post-traumatic stress disorder with this? Yes, you do. That came in before your question was even out. Yeah. Yeah. Are you? What is that me, or am I taking up too much of your time? Can you give me a? No. Thank you. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I said, if you can give me a, you know how you give that energy and help fix things? Yeah. Can you give I me think, I think um, what I'm getting, Amy, on this is to talk to a licensed professional about this because there's stuff they can do to help you release this. In the meantime, I'll do it energetically. But mm-hmm. I think it makes sense for you to talk to a, a counselor who specializes okay. in PTSD. Okay. Okay. All right. Thanks for calling. Thanks, Julie. Take care. You bet. Bye-bye. Okay. Let's see who's next. I believe it's Mary. Hi, Mary. Hi, Mary. Hi, Mary. Mary. Um, This is EJ. Hi, EJ. 940 area code? Yes, ma'am. Well, good. My, My screen says Mary, so... I guess you morphed. That Is that... Been, that that might have been my sister's number. Okay. Well, terrific. Where are you calling from, EJ? Arlington, Texas. All right. Terrific. You got a question for me? Yes, ma'am. Um, in February, I lost my toy poodle. Um, he was 15 and a half. He, in the middle of the night, he had a seizure. Oh. And... The vet said that she felt he probably, due to his age and his health issues that he already had, 
had a brain tumor. Oh, no. And about... EJ, I'm going to need to hold you over for the break. We will be right back. We're going to take a quick break. Everybody, you're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show, so stay with us. Everybody, to the Ask Julie Ryan Show, let's go back to the phones, and I believe our next caller is Ellen. Hi, Ellen. Hi. How are you? Good. Good. Where are you Uh, calling us from? I'm calling from Montreal, Canada. Oh, terrific. Well, thank you for joining us this evening. How may I help Uh you? Um, I'm calling about my dad, who suffered a brain injury a year ago, and um, I guess I'm calling about a number of different things. He has he has a a history of a lot of anxiety, back pain, heart and stomach problems. Um, He's really resistant and kind of seemingly incapable of of following directions or helping himself. Um, He's really really impulsive. Uh-huh. And some of these things are like symptoms from the brain accident, and other things come were there before. Um, yeah. So, like my family, it's hard on my mom. We sometimes before the accident were wondering about dementia, um, with the impulsiveness and kind of inappropriateness. And I just wondered if you could do a scan and see if there's anything that might help. Sure. What's his name, Ellen? Uh, Ben, Benny. Benny. Okay. What I'm going to do is I'm going to hook into you and then from you to your dad. And then I'll ask his permission, Ellen, if I can scan him and he'll say yes or no. If he says no, then I won't, but we can still talk to his spirit and get some information. If he says yes, then I will. The reason why I'm so adamant about that, Ellen, is because I believe it's an invasion of privacy. For me to scan somebody that mm-hmm. don't want to be scanned, yeah. number one. But I don't have a problem talking to his spirit, <clears throat> excuse me, because it's kind of like if somebody has pneumonia and you're talking to them about their symptoms, they're going to tell you what they want. But it's not like you're looking at his x-rays without his permission. That's how I that's how yeah. I see it anyways. So here comes my okay. laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama, heading up to you in Montreal. And... All right, got you. Heading to your dad. Benny, got your dad. Benny, I'm talking to Ellen. Yes, I know it's fine. Wow. Okay. There we go. Mm. He gave me permission. Does that surprise you? Mm, Not really, no. Okay, good. Surprises me. I thought he was going to say no. (laughs) So, all right. What I'm doing is I'm shooting energy from his feet up through the top of his head. I have a hologram of him in my mind's eye, Ellen. And I'm really descriptive about what I'm seeing during a scan and a healing because you're going to help me with this. You and I are going to tag team him. And if I was talking to him directly, I'm really descriptive because if we can envision what I'm seeing in my mind's eye, it's going to help integrate the healing into his body. His head is full of scar tissue. So I'm going to remove it mm-hmm. out of his head. Brain matter to me, Ellen, looks like thick cooked oatmeal, like porridge or okay. oatmeal. And scar tissue looks like 
chicken cartilage, the kind that you'd see in a chicken breast with the bone in, that white bendable okay. stuff that you'd see in a chicken breast. And so I'm scooping out the scar tissue. He's got a bunch of it in his head. He was in a bad accident, huh? Or maybe he, did he play sports or something too? Yeah. And is this all? No, he was in a bad, he was in a bad car accident. Bad car accident. Yeah, I can see that. All right. So I'm removing it. And it's almost like, it's like the back of his, it's like the whole back half of his brain has a bunch of scar tissue in Mm. it. Um, Mm. So almost like if I took a football helmet and I sawed it in half, you know, horizontally, like where the ears go, that's the Mm -hmm. part that I'm removing right now. And then I'm using stem cell energy to regenerate brain matter. And stem cell energy, Ellen, looks like a light amber-colored gel. It has sparkles in it, of course, because it's woo-woo. Got to have sparkles if you're doing (laughs) woo-woo. And it has a watery consistency to it. So I'm filling that area that I removed the scar tissue. Imagine if you had a bowl of oatmeal and you were scooping a big spoonful out and leave a divot in the oatmeal. And so that's what it looks like. So I'm putting stem cell energy in there and... This is the absolute coolest stuff, Ellen, because it'll regenerate whatever body part we need. And in this case, it's Mm. brain matter. I have seen it regenerate whole organs before and had doctors call me and say, all right, what are you doing with my patient? How does this stuff work? So while I'm talking, I'm watching the healing happen. You know, good thing we're girls, right? We can can multitask. Mm So, um, so let me do that. Oh, you know what? I just realized I was supposed to come back to EJ. EJ, I haven't forgotten you. I'm going to, I'll come back to you. Sorry about that. So, well, speaking of multitasking. All right. So doing that. Okay. So there's a vortex that's spinning above his head and it looks like, like a funnel cloud, like a tornado spinning. And that transforms the stem cell energy into new brain matter. So doing that and... Okay, it lights up his neural pathways. Uh, there mm-hmm. are, there's lots of research out there, Ellen, about um, diet and how it affects brain injury. So there's a book called mm-hmm. Why We Get Sick. There's there are lots of other books out there that can help. Why We Get Sick: Fast Carbs, Slow Carbs. Basically, low carb diet keep his sugar levels really low. You know, don't give him processed mm-hmm. stuff. Give him stuff low on the food chain. Lots of uh, omega threes. Lots of good good and, fats. Okay, and and he he's obsessive about food. Yeah. And he's more obsessive since the accident. So he sure. he actually you can't tell him what to eat by by any stretch of the imagination. Uh huh. So is there? Any like, um, I yeah. Is there is there anything that you can suggest to help with that, with the with the resistance, or with let the, him read, the let him read, or li- yeah, let him read or listen to why we get sick, and uh, okay. and you know, let him make that decision. Okay, and then that that will uh, I think help a lot. Why we get sick okay. by Benjamin. Bickman, B-I-K-M-A-N. It's in audiobook and in regular paperback, I believe, and hard co- hardcover. And uh, can he okay, can he read and absorb your dad? 
Not really, no. The audiobook might be possible, but he gets he gets overwhelmed pretty quickly and mm-hmm. and pretty distracted. So Well, maybe the audiobook in phases. You can do that mm-hmm. with him. And uh, and that yeah. will help. And and in the meantime, just remember that his behavior is because his brain isn't isn't right. And you you guys know that. That doesn't make it any easier to deal with. I know, but um, yeah, yeah. So uh, does yeah. he live with okay. you? And yeah, I just like if you have time, I I just wondered about like his heart and his stomach. Um, okay, well I'm gonna need to go to break. I'm going to need to go to break, Ellen, and um, thanks so much for calling. Hopefully that'll help. Everybody, you're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. EJ, I'm going to pick you up on the other side of the break, so hang in there. My apologies for that. Stay with us, everybody. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody, to the Ask Julie Ryan Show, and we're going to go back to the phones, and I've got EJ. EJ, thank you for your patience. My my apologies. I was talking to Ellen, and I thought, oh, my God. I thought, oh, my God, I forgot to come back to EJ. So thank you so much for your patience <laughs> and hanging thank in you there. For getting back to me. Um, You're welcome. I was saying my, my toy poodle, Mo, passed in February, and um, it just, you know, he broke my heart. He was 15 and a half, and mm-hmm. it was, he had a really bad seizure in the middle of the night when he was in bed with me, and we rushed him to the vet, and, of course, they couldn't do anything. But then... About a month later, in March, my best friend Lisa found um, a Jack Russell on a rescue site. And it's kind of funny because his name was Kevin, and he, they had a bow tie on him. And, and I've had poodles for 30 years, or poodle mixes, and so I was like, eh, I don't know. And But we finally, I put my paperwork in, and they approved me to adopt him, and he came to live with us. And he... We, 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 of course, we don't know his story, but he just, he reminds me of a toddler so much because he just wants to be cuddled and loved. And we just wonder, you know, what his story is. How did he wind up in a, in a shelter? He wound up in a, in, I guess, in a shelter south of Dallas, uh, several hundred miles or so away. And, but then he wound up in a um, Jack Russell rescue up here in the DFW area. Mm-hmm. And he's just, you know, I, I miss my Mo boy terribly. And I, one of the questions I was wondering is if you might be able to see if, if Mo's okay. Yeah, absolutely. What's the, what's the baby's name? What's the Jack Russell's name? His name, well, we, we changed it to Buster Brown. Cute. How cute is that? <laughs> he is like a Bust- Buster Brown. <laughs> he's Buster- about three years old. I remember Buster Brown shoes. They used to have yeah. little kid shoes. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> well, gosh. Four hours after he came to live at the house with us, he um, he squeezed between the wrought iron gate and went running down the road. And I just yelled out, "Buster, you get over here!" And that, it just stuck. We decided. I decided his name had to be Buster Brown. Oh, how cute is that? So, are you getting used to having a dog that sheds after those poodles? <laughs> 
that's what I'm thinking. All over the place. I know. My brother had a Jack Russell. I was like, holy Moses, how can this short-haired dog have so much hair? Yeah, you you look at him and he just goes, poof. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know. I our late dog Katie was half German Shepherd, half Quiche Hound, and a bunch of the rugs in our house have black backgrounds when we built this house. And I thought, what the heck was I thinking? You know, I mean, it was just hair everywhere with her, but we loved her. All right. So who do you want to who do you want to connect with first, Mo or Buster? Mo, Mo. Okay, Mo. Mo's around you all the time. Mo says you feel like you hear him. I do. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's saying you are. When you think you hear him, you are. Uh, he thinks this baby's really cute. He thinks Buster's really cute. He says he's, he said he's snuggly, but he says he's very busy. Is that true? Very busy. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Very That's busy. what Mo's saying. Very busy. And uh, does he have a blanket that he likes to carry in his, he likes to drag it in his mouth? No, but he has a special uh, a toy. We, I call it the Ninja Lamb. It's a, an old, you know, Sherry um, Lewis lamb yeah, yeah. chop. Yeah. Lamb. It's it's a stuffed lamb, and we we play Ninja Lamb in the mornings, and okay, and uh, he he drags that around with him. Yeah, I see fabric. That would make sense. That's what I'm seeing. Is him dragging fabric around? Uh, he he's great. He's around you all the time. Mo's around you all the time. So, um, he, we were just talking about shedding. He's saying, keep, you know, keep one of those roller, those roller brushes <laughs> around to keep the hair off of your, off of your clothing. But he's, I'm sure worth it. Okay. Did you have a question for Buster? Yes. Um, I just, I wonder what, where did he come from? What happened? How did he wind up in a shelter? I'm worried that maybe the people that might have had him miss him, you know, and, and don't, they don't know what happened to him. What and, he's, what he's you know. saying is that he was in a home, but they lost their job and they couldn't take care of him. Oh. So, they, so they took him oh. to the shelter. Yeah. So, and I'm hearing oh. that a lot. My daughter-in-law is a vet, EJ. And um, uh-huh. she's tell, she tells me that that is happening more than we have any idea. And that they, I didn't know that they have kind of this shipping deal where they move dogs all around the country to different yeah. shelters that need dogs, which is pretty amazing. But but he's saying that he, he came from a good home, but that they lost their job and they couldn't afford to keep him anymore. Okay. Okay. We wondered. And... Because he's just he he he's house trained he yeah he's just he's lovable he's he's you know we've taught him how to sit he doesn't sit very long but he, we've taught him how to sit and and like I said I I believe with all my heart that he was a toddler in another life because he just acts he acts like a toddler like he needs to be held and he needs to be loved and and when he he gets every morning he he puts his paws on my shoulder and lays his head on me and. You know, oh. and he does that with my best friend and my sister and just, you know, he's just the most loving little guy. Well, he's and, just so grateful that he's in a good home. So, and, and I find that with shelter dogs, that they're so grateful, most of mm-hmm. them. they It's like they're just saying, oh, thank you, thank you for, you know, <laughs> taking care of me and all that. So we'll enjoy him, and thanks so much for hanging in there with me, and thanks so much for calling this evening. 
Oh, well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. You bet. Take care. Bye-bye. You too. All right. Let's go to Sylvia next. Hi, Sylvia. Hi, Julie. Thank you How so are you, much girl? for my call. You're welcome. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Please tell uh, everybody I, where you're uh, located. Oh, I am located in Brooklyn, New York. Okay, terrific. Well, you got a question for me? I do, I do. Um, I'm actually calling about uh, my brother. Um, okay. I have two siblings, and I'm, I'm calling about the middle child. Um, he's um, just for decades constantly complaining about um, stomach issues, just acid and, and, and can't digest food well. And, of course, he's been to so many doctors, gastro after gastro. They've done all the tests, the colonoscopies and this and all that. And, um, and you know, he's modified diets. He, he's just... It, it just ad nauseum just drives everybody crazy, but I just don't think it's in his mind. Maybe they missed something. So I was hoping you can do a, uh, a medical scan and uh, see if you see anything. Sure, absolutely. I will get him on my radar. And how that works is I'm going to watch a laser beam come from my body here in Birmingham. It's going to hook into you in Brooklyn. Got you. And then go into your brother. What's your brother's name? Mario. Mario, Mario. Okay. Why is some Mario and some Mario? Does that depend on... Depends where you're from. The New York where you're from, I, that I, dialect. Yeah. yeah. It's like tomato, tomato kind of a thing. Right, exactly. Sylvia, am I on a speaker phone by any chance? Can you get me off speaker if no. I'm on speaker? Okay. I'm speaker. Okay, great. Well... Mario, I'm talking to your sister. Is it okay if I scan you? No. Boy, that came in before the question was even out. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. All right. So we can ask him some questions, though, what I was mentioning earlier, that, uh, you know, if somebody doesn't want me to scan him, I won't. But we can ask him questions. Okay. So, Mario, what – Mario, sorry. Mario, what is – causing I'm I'm thinking yeast overgrowth that's normally what causes heartburn or acid reflux or indigestion and all of that stuff uh mm-hmm. so that's what I'm getting has he been on antibiotics or steroids that you know of uh lately very recent yes because he, he, he had some procedure a nominal thing done to his um his head and uh, it's um, it's temporary, but I'm I'm going way back. This is even before. This, that's probably what you're reading right now because that's what's happening right now. But um, I, I I just wanted to help him out. Um, he um, it's, I, I hear about it all the time, uh, and I just I just wanted to know if the doctors didn't see anything. If this is yeah, if this is I believe he's got a yeast overgrowth, Sylvia, and um, Mm -hmm. that doesn't really show up on tests, and doctors really don't know to treat it. But if you Google candida, C-A-N-D-I-D-A, candida yeast overgrowth, Mm -hmm. you'll get lots of information on it. And the medicine that he wants to to get is called Nystatin, N-Y-S-T, 
A-T-I-N, nystatin. It's an antifungal that kills yeast on contact, and it will um, it will knock this out in short order. If he's on, is he on some kind of medicine like Prilosec or something like that that's an, nope. uh, supposed to reduce acid? Good, because nope. oftentimes no. those those from what I've heard and read can reduce the stomach acid too much, and then it causes no. other problems with digestion. But Google Candida Overgrowth, and you can Google <laughs> Nystatin as well. Something interesting about Nystatin, some doctors are reluctant to prescribe it, Sylvia, because they believe that it can cause liver problems, and that has been debunked. And so if you Google Nystatin, NIH, the acronym for mm-hmm. National Institutes of Health, it will talk about that uh, that information is false and Nystatin is just fine. Great. So thanks okay. for calling, and- Sylvia. I hope that helps. Hope that helps. All right, everybody, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Welcome back, everybody. Just wanted to remind you, we do this show every Thursday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. The call-in number is 712-775-7035, and the access code is 483-620-POUND. Now, this information is available on my website at AskJulieRyan.com and in the show notes. You can download the show anywhere you get your podcasts, and we're also on YouTube and Alexa. Please remember to subscribe and leave a review, and it's really easy. Just go to RateThisPodcast.com slash Julie, RateThisPodcast.com slash Julie. I would really appreciate if you would leave a five-star review, and that also is going to help you be considered to win a free session with me, like I announced earlier in the show. Call-in details can also be found each week on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. We'll always post a reminder to call into the show on the day of the show. And if I'm not doing a show, then I will post that as well. So you'll know not to call in. But if I'm not going to do a live show, we'll pre-record one, so you'll still be able to download and listen. While you're on Ask Julie Ryan, be sure to sign up for my weekly newsletter. It's a question somebody submitted online along with my answer, and you can also schedule an appointment when you're there. And then we'll have a whole hour to talk about whatever you want to discuss, as many topics as you want to discuss. So we can do, we can talk to your dead grandma, I can scan your cat, I can scan you, we can do past life stuff, we can tell how close to death somebody is. Uh, I mean, it's just endless. Past lives are really fun. We um, have a lot of fun with that because oftentimes we can find information that corroborates the details that we get from spirit. So everything you need to know is at AskJulieRyan.com. One other thing, when you're scheduling an appointment, go ahead and get on my calendar and then periodically click on the reschedule button at the bottom of your confirmation email. You'll always get a confirmation email when an appointment is scheduled. And then that's going to show you dates and times that become available if they're earlier. I think I've had three people reschedule just in the last 24 hours, and one of them was for Monday. So somebody saw that, and they rescheduled their appointment from February to Monday. 
coming up on the 9th. So just click on that reschedule button and, and you may see somebody has rescheduled. That happens all the time. All right. Our question this week is from Megan and Megan lives in Lake Oswego, Oregon. And she said, hi, Julie. I was turned on to you from Dr. Christian Northrup. Yay. With three exclamation points. She put after yay. She went on to say, I've had an insulin resistance issue for about the last three to four years, have gained over 30 pounds and am frustrated. I feel like I just keep gaining help in all caps. Thanks, Megan. And here's my response. Hi, Megan. Thanks for your question. It applies to many of us, most of whom aren't even aware it exists, let alone affects us personally. In fact, Benjamin Bickman, PhD, a biomedical scientist at Brigham Young University and one of the world's foremost scientists on metabolic health and insulin resistance, claims that up to 80% of us are insulin resistant. He also believes insulin resistance is the cause of many major diseases, including cancer, diabetes, and Alzheimer's. In his book, Why We Get Sick, The Hidden Epidemic at the Root of Most Chronic Disease and How to Fight It, Dr. Bickman combines his research with lots of other published data supporting the opinion we need to be checking insulin levels. Now, you're going to have to specifically ask your doctor to test insulin instead of glucose levels, and he says, and we need to eat a low-carb diet. He also suggests making sure to get some form of exercise and a decent amount of sleep each night. Now, I know this sounds easier than it is, so just take baby steps. Perhaps you can go to bed a bit earlier, and when you've when you've mastered that, focus on substituting a sugary or refined food for something that's healthier and also tastes good. We're not going to eat stuff that tastes bad, you guys, even if it's healthy. So find something that's healthy that you like. I find delicious low-carb recipes at Nom Nom, and it's spelled G-N-O-M hyphen G-N-O-M. And they have great recipes on there. I am not much of a chef. In my next life, I'm going to hire a chef. But I see this these different, especially baked goods, that they have recipes on there. And I just think, oh, that looks so amazing. And I have tried some of their things, and everything I've tried is really good. So nom nom. As for the exercise part of the equation, find an activity you enjoy and schedule time to do it. Something as simple as taking a walk, especially outside, will help you both physically and mentally. So Megan from Oregon, thanks so much for your question. I think it's one that can help a lot of us. And you've heard me mention Why We Get Sick, the book Why We Get Sick. I just read it about six weeks ago, and it's a game changer. It was for me, and I think it will be for you as well. So Dr. Bickman, Why We Get Sick. Okay, let's go back to the phones, and our next caller is Kayla. Hi, Kayla. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm well. How are you? Good. Thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. Where are you located? I'm calling from Pennsylvania. Okay. Terrific. You got a question for me? Um, I was just wondering if you could just do a quick scan. Yeah. What's going on? Um, I've been dealing with um, random, what the doctors say is allergic reactions. Um, I literally get, it's like the size of almost, I'd say close to um, a baseball they just pop out of my arms and stuff they're actually hives but the thing is it's always random and it's never anything is never the same when they like it happens i never eat anything the same drink anything the same so i was just wondering if 
you could hopefully give some insight into it. Yeah, absolutely. My goodness. Well, that makes it interesting, isn't it? When you can't figure out if it's like something in particular that's causing it, it yep. just sounds like you're in it. You're in an, an immune response and a, kind of a heightened immune response to any little stimulus. All right, so here we go. Here comes my laser beam, heading from Alabama, heading up to you in Pennsylvania, the Keystone State, right? Not what the, what you guys yep. call it. All right, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, you're really inflamed. So inflammation looks like red fog on body parts to me, Kayla. And am I saying your name right? Is it Kayla or Kyla? Uh-huh. How do you pronounce yep. it? Nope, you're Kayla? saying right. Okay. All right. I'm going to need to take a quick break, Kayla. So hang with me. I'm going to pick you up on the other side. In the meantime, I'll scan you. Talk to you in a few minutes, everybody. Stay with us. Welcome back. We were talking with Kayla in Pennsylvania about her random allergic reaction in the form of big old hives before we went to the break. So Kayla, I checked on you over the break and talk to me about, have you been on antibiotics or steroids? Have you been exposed to mold? Any of those things going on? No. Okay. All right. I'm seeing yeast overgrowth in your system, and it's a lot of it. It looks like if we mixed, you know, we're coming up on Thanksgiving. When you're making gravy, you mix flour and water together to get a roux before you put the Mm -hmm. pan drippings in. You've got so much of it that it just looks like that. looks like a paste in your GI tract. So shoot me an email, julie at askjulieryan.com. I'm going to send you a link to get a gut biome test done. That would be the first thing I would suggest. That's going to tell you what the status of your gut is, and that's where our immune system's based. And based on that, it's going to give you, here are your superfoods, here are the foods for you to avoid, here's everything else. Eat this a lot, eat this a little. Some of the foods that you eat because you think they're healthy, they may very well be healthy, but they're just not healthy for you. So let's do the Kayla diet right off the bat, number one. And then number two, what I was talking about before was Sylvia from Brooklyn for her brother, Nystatin, as an antifungal that kills yeast on contact. It stays in the GI tract. It doesn't have any known side effects, and you want to get some of that. Uh, Has this been going on for a long time? Um, It recently just started, I'd say, like two years ago. Okay. All right. And... And has anything changed during that time? Did you have any surgeries? Were you on any antibiotics? Were you sick before then? Anything like that? Um, not, no. Okay. Not Did you have a mold recall. issue in your home? Not that I know of. <laughs> or in your office, maybe, where you work? Not that I know of. Okay. All right. Those are usually the things that cause it. you got a really good case of it. So something... Like that, my guess is if you haven't been on any antibiotics or steroids or other kinds of medication that you've been exposed to some mold someplace. Okay. And just weren't aware of it. So shoot me yeah. an email, Julie at julieryan.com. In the meantime, I cleared it out of your system. Google Candida Overgrowth, and you'll learn a lot on it. And I think some of the symptoms will resonate with you. Okay. Thank okay. you. Okay. Thanks for calling. I hope you feel better. Thanks. 
Thank you so much. Your bet. You bet. All right. Let's go to Joan next. Hi, Joan. Hi, Joan. Hello, hello. Do you have you have yourself on mute on your phone? Hello. There you are. Hi. Hi. Um, I don't know if you can answer this or not, but uh, recently I had an, I've been thinking about living in some kind of community, um, especially due to COVID. I live alone. It's really isolating and. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure, you know, I can't quite figure out what kind of a community it would be, but I had an intuitive tell me that my father from the other side claimed that I was going to go northwest and that he was going to help me to do that. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if you see anything. Um, this guy mentioned um, like around uh, San Francisco or um, Washington State. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which please tell everybody where you're climate for me. Yeah, please tell everybody where you're located first of all. Um, I'm in San Luis Obispo, California. Okay. All right. Which is in the middle part of California, yeah, it's really kind of centrally located, yeah. Yeah, central on the coast. Hearst Castle territory, right? Yeah. Yeah, not yeah. far from there. Okay. So is it in Joan's best interest to stay in San Luis Obispo this time in her life? I got a no on that. There you go. We're asking the spirits and beyond. <laughs> As my son used to say when he was little, mommy asked the spirits and beyond. So is it in, so let's just, let's just check this out. Is it in Joan's best interest to move to the San Francisco Bay Area, get a no. Is it in Joan's best interest to move to Washington State? I get a yes. You know, no state income tax. That'll be a nice. That'll be a nice change for you coming from California. Yeah. Uh, and and from what I understand, there's no sales tax in Oregon, and there's no state income tax in Washington. So people live kind of close to the border. So they shop in Oregon, and then they live in Washington, and they get the best of both worlds. Uh, the Seattle area, no. Tacoma, yes. Oh, there you go. The Tacoma yeah. area, yeah. It doesn't. It seems like the opposite climate of what I need because I'm here for the climate, but I can't mm-hmm. figure out. Okay, I'm just trying to find. Well, that's that's what we're getting right now. Keep in mind, everything in the future is fluid. You know, there are a bazillion variables that can come in to affect an outcome. And so we get Tacoma today. We might get, I don't know, Walla Walla next week in Washington. But but Tacoma at this point, as the way that I see guidance happen, Joan, is you take a step forward and then it's going to lead you to another step and another step. Kind of like when you get on a website and then it leads you to another website, another website before long, you're six websites out from where you first went. You think, how in the heck did I get here? But that's how it works. That's how guidance works. And as long as it still feels good, go with it. If it ever feels bad, that's your spirit telling you you're out of alignment. All right, is there regroup, any, um, look at it from a different is, is perspective. Is there any indication about timing on this? I get next six months right now. To leave in six months? 
I get that you'll be that right now what I'm getting is that it's a good time for you to think about leaving within the next six months. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. And when you when you say moving to a community, you know you're going to laugh when I tell you this. The first thing I think of is uh, what are you going to join a convent? <laughs> I think of a community of nuns. No, that, you know, I knew you were going to say that. I actually went to 12 years of Catholic school. So, you know, ah! and I was just, yeah, oh, yeah, big time Irish Catholic. And, um, no, I mean, I'd like to live in some kind of community. This is hard to define. It's like all ages, not just old people all the time. Yeah. Which is what yeah. I'm in now. Not that I'm that young, but, um, eh. I don't know what this looks like. It just—it's really kind of uh, amorphous right now. But um, I just feel like maybe I should consider leaving here, which I never thought I would say that. But COVID has kind of changed everything, and then I'm wondering uh-huh. if I should—if I should uh, make a change. Well, that's what I'm getting right now. And just take one step at a time. I think when we think too far in the future, we get paralyzed with fear because there's no way we can know what all the variables are going to be that are going to come into play to affect an outcome. And that's why we get paralyzed and then we don't do anything. So just take a step, do it online, start looking around, see what's up there. And you're going to be led to where you're supposed to go and trust that everything's going to unfold perfectly. And it will. So let us know what happens. Let us know what you okay. decide and where you end up. Thank okay. you. This is, um, this is really helpful. You're welcome. Thanks for calling. Thanks. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you too. All righty. Let's go to Christine. Hi, Christine. Hi. Hi. Hey, how are you? Melda. Melda. Hi. It says Christine. Yes, I don't know how you got Christine. But oh, anyway, that's your daughter. me. I just... I just got out of surgery today. Oh no! For what? For my for my rotator cuff. Oh my gosh! How are you feeling? Great, actually. Because <laughs> you got I'm a block that's you got a block that's still in place. Yes, we'll talk to you yes. tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, honey, every, tell everybody where you're calling in from, please. I'm calling from the Bay Area. Yeah, the San Francisco Bay Area, for those of you that don't know what that oh, means. Yes, I know. Yeah. We just get so oh. lazy and how we talk. That's anyway, okay. I, everything went really well. They put me on uh, vancomycin. Um, Myosin. Right. And I got a huge reaction to it, so they just stopped. Oh, jeez. Okay. Well, that's yeah. just an antibiotic. They're just doing that prophylactically to right. know, make yeah. sure you don't. So I'll, well, I'll just I'll just put a lot of antibiotic energy on you, and then it's not going to be okay. a, not going to be an issue. Okay. So I Did guess you have... I could do a scan and give me all that good yeah. energy from my my shoulder while here. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm doing right now. Mm-hmm. Everybody, Melda is very dear to me because, gosh, Melda, how long ago? 10, 15 years um, ago, something like that? Yeah, yeah. Her mom years. died, and uh, and a friend of hers, and there's a whole chapter in my book about Miss Jean. <laughs> uh, a friend of Melda's suggested that we talk, and so Melda and I worked together when her mom was dying in Iowa, right, Melda? wasn't Isn't that where yeah, she lived? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, 
And so, my gosh, we go back a long way, long before there was ever a book or an Ask Julie Ryan. (laughs) No, such Um, wonderful times we've had. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Okay, I'm working on your shoulder. You're golden. Just behave. Don't do anything crazy. Okay. Are you going to stay with your daughter? Is she going to take care of you? No, actually, my my sister, um, who is a nurse, is here for four days. Oh, wonderful. I've got the best of best. (laughs) Wonderful. Are you in one of those crazy slings where it keeps your elbow out kind of at a 45-degree angle? Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, I will zap on you at the break, and you heal fast. Thanks for calling in. Stay with us, everybody. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with more callers. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Welcome back, everybody. Let's go to the phones again. And I've got a caller from Glenview, 224 area code. Hi, what's your name? Hi. What's your name? I can hear the background noise. Okay. Well, let's go to, looks like Meg. Hi, Meg. Hi, it's Megan. Am I on? Hi, Megan. Yes, you Hi. are. Hi. Hi, Julie. I talked to you like a month or two ago during the fires up here in Oregon. Yes. How are things? Are you all back to normal? Um, things things have calmed down here with that, yeah. So that's good. Good. Um, good. Thank, I'm thank you, God. I'm calling for two huh? reasons. My, my daughter was in a car accident about three weeks or a month ago and had a concussion, and so I wanted to see if you could kind of scan her and clear away sure. things and then my elderly mother I got a call from her care facility yesterday saying that she was very confused and had been um, hearing radio sounds at three in the morning every night and so she's having auditory hallucinations so I wanted oh. to to, t- to have you tap in on that as well yeah sure who do you want me to do first uh how about my daughter Chloe okay Chloe Megan please tell everybody where you're calling in from I'm in Lake Oswego, Oregon, which is right outside of Portland. Okay, terrific. So here we go. Here comes my laser beam up to you, and then from you, I'm going to go to Chloe. All right, got Chloe. Chloe, I'm talking to your mom. Is it okay if I scan you energetically? Yes, good job. I don't know if you set that up, but she gave me I, a yes. I'm shocked. Last time she said no. All right, <laughs> okay, well. good. You just never know. Uh Okay, so I'm in. I'm just gonna go right to her head, and see what we've got going on. All right, I'm seeing scar tissue. If I divided her head into quarters, Megan, it's the back mm-hmm. left quarter is where I'm seeing the most scar tissue. It doesn't mean necessarily that she hit her head there. It means that's where the brain slammed up against the bony skull. At least that's okay. what's showing up first. I'm gonna do her whole head. You may have heard me earlier, I was talking with another caller about, I believe it was Ellen from Montreal, and brain matter looks like thick-cooked oatmeal to me, and scar tissue looks like chicken cartilage that you'd find in a chicken breast with the bone in. So I'm scooping out the the scar tissue, and then I'm putting stem cell energy in the divot of the brain matter, that oatmeal-like consistency, 
and okay. uh, and then that's going to regenerate brain matter. The reason why I always remove scar tissue, and it's interesting, Megan, when scar tissue shows up in somebody's head, I always remove it because it's very apparent when somebody has dementia or Alzheimer's, there's lots of scar tissue in their head. And we can remove it and regenerate the brain matter because it, when there's scar tissue there, it occludes neural pathways. And, okay. uh, and that's when problems come, come to be a, a situation with somebody that's had concussions or brain injuries. I work with a lot of athletes, college, pro, and uh, even high school kids. And, oh, my goodness, the, you know, what they talk about with the football and the soccer and the rugby yeah. and all of that with the brain injury. So, all right, while I'm talking, I'm watching the healing happen. You know, I'm a girl, so I can multitask. It's one of our superpowers. Okay. <laughs> uh, so my husband rolls his eyes when I say that, but he knows I'm right. Okay, so got that coming around to the left side of her head. She's got some in the front too, on the left side. Did she hit her it head was, or they just slammed was... into a into a cement wall? And she was in the passenger side, and she's the only one that had the concussion. So it hit oh. it, it hit her corner of the car. Yes, so it did. Took the most okay. impact. Yeah, that would make sense if the impact was on the left side and it slammed her brain, you know, over to the other side. All right, so I'm getting that removed. How's she doing now? Um, I mean, how's doing, she feeling? Uh, she seems to be okay. I did take her in to have some a little cranial and, you know, a full uh, chiropractic treatment, which she tolerated. She doesn't want to go back, but hopefully mm-hmm. we got a little bit in one session, and I'm mm-hmm. going to try and talk her into going back at, at some point. All right. I want you to go on a, a website and read about Traumatic brain injuries, TBIs, and it's called Amen Clinics, C L I N I C S dot com, AmenClinics.com. And look up concussion brain injury. They've got a protocol on there. What you want to get her is what's called a SPECT scan, S P E C T, and that's going to show the parts of the brain that are lighting up because CT scans only show the structure of the brain. And you want, with a concussion, you want to be sure that the parts of the brain for different functions are lighting up. I think their closest center, you're kind of between a couple. They've got one in the Bay Area and they've got one in Seattle, I believe, in the Seattle area. So amenclinics.com. I know they treat with a lot of omega-3s and a lot of good fats, olive oil, salmon, wild salmon, you know, avocado, stuff like that. Mm Mm-hmm. So, okay. So, um, she's got a bunch of it on the right side of her head too. While I'm talking, I'm scooping that out. Stem cell energy's going in. And then there's a vortex that forms above the head. And that's what transforms the stem cell energy into new brain matter. And, um, so, all right, that's almost done regenerating. Okay. Just finished. Laser beams light up in her head, they represent neural pathways. Have you ever seen a movie where there's a security system in a museum and the thief that's trying to steal the painting has to get through the laser beam security mm-hmm. system? Mm-hmm. You know, just, that's, that's yeah. what neural pathways look like in the brain to me. Hers are lit up again. I would still get her checked and, um, okay. and, and read about the protocol. Another place to go, if you go to bulletproof.com, bulletproof.com mm-hmm. is Dave Asprey's site. 
do a search on there for concussions and he's got a protocol on there too because he's had a couple of okay. concussions and he talks about that as well. Okay. Okay. As far as okay. your mama goes, let me get your mom on my, what's her name? What's your mom's first name? Um, it's Betsy. Betsy. All right. So I'm connecting from you to Betsy. All right. Got Betsy. Betsy's in phase two of 12. Of the 12 phases of transition, Megan, uh, I don't know. Okay, she I was in zero when we talked two months ago. So I, yeah. I had this intuition that something's shifting. Yeah, yeah. Phase two, okay. um, you can see it on my website, AskJulieRyan.com. Yeah. And, um, and just look for the miracles as you're going through this with her. Thanks for calling, Megan. Everybody, thanks for listening. To those of you that called in this evening, thanks for taking the time. Have a great week, everybody. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan. And like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.